Hello, everybody. You have caught the first and inaugural episode of the Think Big podcast put on with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of the Ozarks. I am Brian Way with my two hosts, Lizzie Vino, and we're going to get into discussions of last names here in a second, mm-hmm. and Chris Childers. How are you guys today? Fantastic. How are you? Feeling good. Good. So we, we've almost made it to the end of the week. It's Thursday. It's not hot. It's the first day of fall now. So it feels really good outside. It's fantastic. It's the month of September, which is a big month for us here because why? So it is our BBBS month all September long. All September long. We are That's celebrating right. bigs and littles and all the above. Bigs and littles. So we thank you so much for joining us. I think this is going to be a really neat opportunity for us here at uh, BBBSO or Big Brothers Big Sisters of the Ozarks or uh, whatever you want to call us here, it's it's an opportunity for us to reach out and and connect with the the Southwest Missouri community, let you know who we are, what we do, and how everybody at large can help us out. So we are super super excited to join you here. Uh, it is September twenty second, two thousand twenty two. A lot of twos in today's date, and and I think Chris, I think he wrote down something special and heartfelt that he wanted to lead off. Just our our intro and a little (laughs) little mission statement of what we do here. That's right. Uh, At Big Brothers Big Sisters of the Ozarks, we create and support the one to one mentoring relationships that uh, really empower the youth of our community. We're proud to defend the potential and ignite the power and promise of our youth. I love it. Yes, I love it. That's that's a strong strong intro and and a good motto or good lead in for our organization. So all, all three of us, we're, we're not, well, Lizzie, you're not really new. You've been here for a year now. And, That's right. And you do what for BBBSO or BBS of the Ozarks? Yeah, so I'm just the event planner here at Big Brothers Big Sisters. I just, just, (laughs) just the event planner. I like to call myself the chaos coordinator, you know, because events are chaotic. Um, But I just love getting all the details together and um, making sure that everybody has a good time while we raise funds for the children. That's right. Now, you've got that sign on your door that says Chaos Coordinator. And, and my first day, I've only been here for well, five weeks now. And I saw that. You Now, you were gone. You it took a well-deserved first week off, or a, a week off. Our first week off. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were gone. But that sign, I think, really perfectly describes what you do because you handle the events. And a lot of people in Southwest Missouri may know of our events, but they may not realize that they're tied to Big Brothers, Big Sisters, the Ozarks. So um, why don't you throw out some of the events that you're working on? And I know that we have several coming up, and this is a very exciting time of year for you and all of us here at BBBS. Absolutely. So um, we have two signature fundraising events, our big ones. The one that's coming up here in November is Taste of the Ozarks. Mm. It's an event where we feature local restaurants, while also um, just uh, telling everybody about what we do and how they're supporting us by being at the event. Now, how uh, Taste of the Ozarks, I remember hearing about this one for a long time, and we're hitting a very special milestone this year. 
That's this is, right. This is anniversary number 20. The big number 20. Two zero. <laughs> two zero. And we're celebrating it in a fun way, too. I mean, we could say that it's our 20th, but what's we, we got a theme that you helped spearhead, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Susan and I, we were sitting there thinking, oh, it's our 20th annual. We got to do something fun. We got to do something special. And we were like, what if we do the 1920s theme? So yes. just thinking about like Great Gatsby era type of theme. Um, it's going to be black white, gold, um, and just really beautiful. The color scheme's black, white, Color gold. scheme, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I've got, I'm going to have to turn around here and pull up. Uh, we've got our Taste of the Ozark handout cards here on the show. Of course, it's radio, so you can't see. Or, uh, radio, it's podcast. Uh, it's close I, enough. I see radio, yeah, because yeah. the setup is very radio-ish. And you can't see it, but th this is fantastic because... The, the, the color scheme is really subdued. It's that, you know, that black and white really gets you. And then we've got this, I mean, if the 20s, the 1920s had a font. If that you, would be it. It's got to be it. It's, I don't even know what the name of it is, uh, but it just looks really, really good. And so taste this year is, it, it's always held in November, right? Um, yes. It, um, I should say historically it was in April, but um, in 2020, April, <laughs> Um, there were not many events happening, Boo. so we had to push it back to November, and now it's just a November event, and it happens to be a really good time of year. It's right around Thanksgiving. People are thinking about, you know, how can I mm -hmm. give back to my community? Absolutely. It's funny because, so Taste is 20, that 2002 is when it first came out. I don't know why, to me, it always feels like an older event. Like, I don't know why... I think it's a Mandela effect. It seems like I could remember Taste of the Ozarks going on in like 1991, but apparently that's not the case. But a November feel, I think that feels like a good time. Yeah. It, it just, there's something about it. It's it's fall. At that point, people are already in Christmas mindset. So it's, it's. would you say, Lizzie, is it kind of like a gala? Could you say that yes, this is like a gala? Yes, it is like a dinner gala. Um, and yes, in the past, it's been kind of the same old formula that everybody's done with your um, dinner and then um, usually a speaker, some awards, and then a live auction to close. But this year is very special. We are mixing it up. Instead of the long drawn out uh, order of events, we're just mixing it all up. We're having fun from 6 to 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. And that's on Thursday, November 17th at Oasis Convention Center. Um, what we'll be doing is having the tasting going on from six to eight. Anybody can eat food anytime during that. Fantastic. But <laughs> every 30 minutes, we will be taking a break for a mission moment where we will interview um, a match and just talk about their experience in the program. We'll play a game. Somebody will win a prize and um, we'll sell a live auction item and everybody will just keep enjoying their food. And hopefully we should be getting a jazz band to also play That's while we're tasting. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a little different, but I think it'll, I think it'll be great. Sounds like it's full of class. It, that's yeah. Classy. It's, it's a classy kind of thing. Yeah. Now to keep <clears throat> riffraff like me out of these events, you, you, you can't just wander off the street. You gotta, you gotta get a ticket to get in, right? That's correct. Tickets are sold um, to sponsors. Um, they are $2,000 per table of 10. So that's 10 tickets for $2,000. We've got some really great sponsors who have already committed, but I know that we still have some tables available. 
If anybody's interested, please reach out to bway at bigbro.com. Hey, that's me. That's my name. Well, I, wasn't, shout out. I wasn't expecting that. And it comes up, that's, that's me. I, I got a free plug there. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at this card here. We're, we're going to post this up as uh, part of the podcast as well. But we've already got, what, one, two, three, four, five featured sponsors, uh, or logo sponsors, we call them in-house. Uh, and I'm going to let you, one of you two read them off because I just... This is your event, oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Taste of the Ozarks will be presented by Cox Health, Bass Pro Shops, and Sumner One. And our feature sponsors are the Green Family and Simmons Bank, who will be um, sponsoring the $20,000 raffle. as And then yeah. the... Silent and live auction, respectively. What's that? What was that twenty thousand dollars? Yeah, we we didn't. We got to draw on that. The detail on that. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you interested <laughs> in winning twenty thousand dollars cash? Maybe. I think so. I, I mean, Somebody is. It, it would be nice <laughs> yeah. to have. It would be. Well, you're just in luck. We are selling raffle tickets at a hundred dollars each. Only five hundred tickets will be sold, and the winner receives twenty thousand dollars. Okay. $20,000 and then the taxes come out of that. You're that is correct. That. So technically it's coming out to about um, 14 or 15,000. I'm not really sure, but that's still a lot of money to walk away with. Absolutely. So $20,000, $100 a ticket, but we're only selling 500 tickets. So it's mm -hmm. not like, well, let's just sell 20,000 tickets and your odds are low. I mean, right. a one in 500 chance. It's a really good chance. And it's exciting when the ticket is drawn in person. In person. But that brings me to the next point. So in order to win, you do not have to be on site, right? You don't have to be at the dinner that night. That's correct. If you win, we'll call you up and tell you the great news. Can you imagine getting that phone call? Oh, oh it's, it, it would be amazing. <laughs> I think almost We almost need to do it like those old... Um, Oh, what was it? it was uh, like, like publisher, publisher's clearing. See, I brought this up the other day, and I got blank <laughs> stares from somebody that said, "I don't think we're in that generation that uh, knows." Okay, man. it we're early nineteen twenties themed event. I yeah. think that we can go a little vintage here. <laughs> Because we're doing like the whole flapper thing, yes. like you know, dress up, ladies dress up, and and if you are Gen Z or a millennial who didn't pay attention in school, you know, look up flappers online, nineteen twenties. Make sure that you're not looking up like a toilet flapper because it's a different thing. It's a different flapper, yeah. And, and look up and look at because I, I personally I want to dress up in some form. I already asked if I could bring a Tommy gun. I was told no. I, oh, I, you were the one. Yeah, yeah, you got tonight. I, I wanted to bring a Tommy. So. This may shock you, but I was actually in a movie about seven years ago. It was a local production put on by a larger company, and it was about a, a robbery that occurred in Greene County in, I think it was the 1930s. So it was a true story. It was based off of a book, and I actually got to dress up as the part. And uh, see, uh, I'm, I'm pointing. You can't see it, but I, I wear these driver caps. They're like fat guy caps. But, you know, newsboys used to wear them in the 20s. And uh, had my old-timey badge on and everything because I played a cop. Because believe it or not, I actually used to be a cop. And uh, I had a Tommy gun. I had a real one like gangsters used. And uh, so I thought I'll ask the boss. And no, it didn't. Do not. Yeah, it was denied. That doesn't mean you can't bring a wooden cutout that's that looks true. like one. Or one that shoots bubbles, maybe. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Have a bu bubble, a bubble pipe, too. Pipes, I don't think we're really... Yeah. I don't we could, we could brainstorm cigar. quite a bit on this, I think. 
do what? We can brainstorm quite a bit. I think we can. So if you're listening to this first podcast and you have ideas and you say you can't make it, we want you to make it. We, we want you to, to you know, find a way to get some sponsorship and join us. But you help us come up with an idea of, you know, what, what can we do that's friendly and okay? Because I don't think you can smoke a cigar inside. I mean, I think of cigars, I think of 20s. It is, yeah. But bubble cigars? I don't think they're... I don't know. We'll I have bubble pipes when I was a kid. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. I figured out. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it all planned. Chaos. What, what was it? Chaos, Chaos coordinator. Chaos coordinator. Chaos coordinator will come up with yeah. bubble bubble pipes and uh, wooden toy fake inoperable toy mm-hmm. guns for us. <laughs> so that that's just one of the events that we got coming up. But there's another one even sooner <clears> than <throat> that involving bowling. Yeah, absolutely. So our oldest fundraising event is Bowl for Kids Sake. That is at Andy B's. Um, basically, uh, teams will fundraise 325 to participate once they've raised that money. The bowling is basically just like a bowling party, an incentive, you know, a celebration of what they've achieved. And uh, so we go to Andy B's and we just have a really good time. So in the past, we've had public sessions, but um with COVID, we've had to change that up a little bit. And um, now they're more industry or company specific sessions. Mm-hmm. So we've got three coming up. Um, we've got the Nixon and Lindstrom session, the Bankers Challenge, and the Truckers Challenge. And I think that's all next week. I think. Yep, that's all yeah. next weekend. <laughs> Starting, uh, I think a week from today, if I remember right. Yes, so yes. Nixon and Lindstrom is up uh, a week from today day mm-hmm. in the evening if i remember right yeah six and to eight p.m six to eight that's right mm-hmm. and then uh we've got banker challenge on the first of october trucker challenge on the second and, and i've talked to a couple of organizations companies that are already lined up and uh they're ready to go so we're excited very very exciting so we're, we're going to keep this first episode kind of short because i've already kept my colleagues here too long but uh one of you two want to give us a rundown of why why we raise these funds what do we do this for who are we benefiting in this community and actually we're going to call out the big boss and uh susan we're going to have her in here next time because she can give us a rundown uh, as our ceo so i'll let one of you two talk for a minute yeah so big brothers big sisters of the ozarks what do we do here who are we serving who can we connect with uh really we're just getting involved in the community providing those resources for um, kids, families, and all the above, right? So Mm -hmm. after COVID, we lost a lot of volunteers. Everybody lost a lot of stuff after COVID. The world changed, the views changed, life changed. Um, You know, how do we we adapt um, and really gain traction back? And that goes for all businesses, all nonprofits, um, and anything you're really involved in, right? We all have to think a little bit differently. So raising awareness at these different events <clears throat> we see new faces at them all the time, you know, with with the new year approaching, everybody's more anxious to get involved in events, get back out in the community. How do they get back out in the community and get involved? And that's really where Lizzie's coming and making these events huge and amazing and, <clears throat> excuse me, um, really just impacting the people there as much as possible. And our job to assist Lizzie is to be there and inform. Um, how can you get involved? What are the different ways? <clears throat> if you don't have time, 
you know, or if you do have a lot of time, what can you do to get involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters? Um, so that's really what we're doing back out in the communities is raising awareness and having fun doing it. Raising awareness and raising money. Yeah. I think uh, whenever I got started here, we got a, a slogan. Uh, I think it's company wide. It's defending potential. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that because we've all been in situations in which we work with kids in our careers and in our lives. And, and to be able to go in and reach kids in this community in Southwest Missouri and help give them the opportunities to work with a mentor and and not to say that their family lives are bad, but have somebody else that can bolster and strengthen these kids. Right. I mean, I know <clears throat> I've been out talking to folks and I know I could have used a mentor growing up, right? So why not start early? Yeah. Uh, the world is the world right now and it's significantly different. Mm-hmm. Challenges, I mean, everybody's facing challenges we've never faced before. Uh, so why can't we start those conversations young? Let them just tell us how they feel. What What's going on in their day? What's happening in their lives? So, I mean, it's, it's a fantastic organization. Absolutely. Yeah, and I just want to piggyback off of what Chris was saying and just say personally for me, um, I'm only 22 years old. And a lot of people tell me that I'm pretty mature for my age. I act older than what my age is. And I can honestly say that's because of the mentors I've had in my life personally. I've been lucky enough to have some amazing adults that believed in me and told me that I could accomplish anything. So if anybody can advocate for how amazing and impactful mentorship is, I'm, I'm one of those people. I love it. And I, I definitely like to see portions of this podcast have space where if you had a mentor growing up or you were a big, because we call our mentors bigs, if you're an adult, uh, 18 or over, you're a big. And if you mentor to a, a child or a kiddo, we call them little. So keep that in your back pocket as we go. Um, I'd love to have those stories. And I know, um, Chris, you're subordinate. You're number two. Yeah. We had a great conversation with a, a big at Cider Days in downtown Springfield, Missouri last weekend or this past weekend. Um, he was telling us about how he was a big here in town mm-hmm. and his wife was. They coupled up. Yeah. And uh, their kid, or their, I'm sorry, not their kid, but their little ended up uh, joining the Marine Corps, served overseas in a couple of deployments, and became just a real pillar of the community. And I I love hearing those stories because we need to hear more of that. Yeah, and that's another purpose of these events is is storytelling is really how we make those emotional connections with anybody and everybody listening. Uh, You never know what somebody's going through unless you talk about it, right? Um, Events, interviews, matches, all the above, we would love to hear everybody's story. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're probably going to have to come out with a guide, like a glossary, because I have found that Big Brothers Big Sisters has so much of its own vocabulary <laughs> yeah. that five weeks in, I'm still working on it. Yeah. I'm out. also confused. It's okay. <laughs> but they're good things, too. But we, we may have to throw that glossary out there. Yeah. So. Well, you two, it's, uh, it's a quarter after five now, and it's Thursday. What do you think? Are we done? I think it's quitting time. At least for, at least for today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good start. That was, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, for the Think Big podcast, with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of the Ozarks, I am Brian Way with... Oh, she got to pull the microphone over. Sorry. <laughs> Lizzie Vino. And... Chris Childers. We appreciate every single one of you. Hey, tune in every time we've got one. Like and subscribe to these. We're going to start pushing these out on multiple platforms and share because we absolutely need you to put out the word because this is just going to make it a little more accessible for us 
uh, to network and connect with all of you. So we appreciate everything you do. Everybody have a fantastic Thursday night, and we will talk to you soon.